0: Welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. We are back. This is our first official video game episode, um, starting with the new schedule we were talking about last week. I'm here with Jesse.
1: How's it going?
0: I'm sure they replied great. Um, Nate might stop by a little later. We might have a little bit to talk about with him. We haven't really figured that out yet. But um, like I said, this is going to be all about video games and that sort of thing we're kind of trying to divide our episodes up into certain segments so then we can focus on one thing at a time instead of a thousand things at once and yeah so that being said let's do our normal psas we got uh, you can email us at twistmyarmpodcast podcast at gmail.com you can find us on soundcloud and itunes at twist my arm podcast definitely like and subscribe share with your friends all that good stuff you can find us at facebook.com slash twist my arm podcast twitter at twist my twitch search tma games and jesse what do you what else for the psas
1: uh you can also find me directly on twitter at jesse bailey or at twitch at the real jesse bailey uh you can also find us on youtube just by searching twist my arm or twist my arm podcast and that's probably i think Pretty much
0: it. Yeah. If you guys want to play some video games with us, you can find me on PS four under Blam Blam Thank you and Jesse under JB four twenty eighty eight. And I believe Nate is under Daft Nate. D A F T N A T E on Xbox and Playstation. I don't have an Xbox. I don't I don't fuck around with that shit, but <laughs> But Nate does. If you
1: are if you are on Playstation, you can also search your communities for Twist My Arm games and you can find all of us in there.
0: That's very true. See, now we get now we get these certain episodes where we can just fill everyone in on all these little things that I always forget about. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So let's see where are we at here? PSAs are done. Let's uh, let's let's uh, let's move on. What? Uh, let's see. We're gonna start with news and rumors stuff that that I've been kind of pulling aside with video games for the last couple of weeks. I guess um, we'll start with the PS3 is dead, my friend. Do you remember the PS3?
1: I still have my PS3. It still works.
0: Me too. It's great. It's great for watching movies before I go to bed.
1: <laughs> One of the best investments I ever made.
0: No, I, I agree, man. I. It kind of makes me sad that the PlayStation is dead now. It's like it's like when they quit making games for the 64. I was really sad. But, I mean, it's this is the first system, first console that I bought that I really got to play with my friends, you know, where we all sat down and and played zombies or just call of duty or whatever the fuck grand theft auto we played all sorts of shit on ps3 and it was kind of my introduction into like god damn it cat into more of like a a bigger gaming world you know
1: yeah for me ps3 was the first time that i had the current generation of console while it was current oh yeah me too uh, was, for sure growing up i was always at least one generation behind so it was really cool, and I got to experience you know all those games as they came out. And I agree, it was one of those. It was one of the more enjoyable consoles I ever experienced. And it was, always... and I'll probably keep my old one up and running as long as I can.
0: Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll, I still have so many games for it, and I'll keep it, keep it around. I was just playing. Uh, what was I playing the other days? Uh, the uh, Force Unleashed or whatever the oh, Star yeah. Wars one. So, I mean, some of those games are just so on point. They did such a good job making them. And it really, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. PlayStation really is, I think, the, the better system.
1: <laughs> well, and it speaks a lot to the fact that they're just now going to stop manufacturing PlayStation 3 hardware and software because this is 2017. I mean, what year did that system come out? Like 2006?
0: So, yeah, 2007? yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2006.
1: So, yeah, I mean, that's... That's impressive. They've been making last-generation consoles for 10 years, and they've just gotten to the point where they're like, you know what, it's not financially viable anymore, so we're going to stop. Right. That's pretty impressive. Do you think, I, I'm, I'm very impressed with the PlayStation brand.
0: I mean, you could still pull out a PS1 and have a good time, you know, go back and play some Pa-Rapa the Rapper and still have a good time. Well, you um, can
1: get that now on all forms of digital media for PlayStation 4. So That's
0: very true. With, uh, with them discontinuing the PS3, do you think that means that at this E3 conference this year, they're going to announce some sort of new system?
1: So E3 is obviously the big gaming headline this week, and we'll get into that eventually because that's where most of the content is. But Indeed. Um, I just think what it means is that they don't have to support it anymore. So, you know how every month we get free games for PS4 and PS Vita, and some of them are PS3 compatible and things like that through PlayStation Plus?
2: Sure.
1: I think this means that maybe now we could get, you know, another PlayStation game for free for PlayStation 4. Or maybe we can get a PSVR title for free. I mean, that would be a great way to help push that hardware. That's Um, true. There's a lot of things that this could open up, and PlayStation did also recently announce they were gonna make changes to PlayStation Plus. They just didn't specify what they were. But it would make sense that this would go hand in hand with that kind of change. Like, we don't need to give out free games to this anymore because we don't support it. So now we'll give out free games for what we do support. Um, a part of me think, thinks that they're gonna also just say, you know, we're also gonna add more games to PlayStation Now, which is their streaming service. and. That would be fine because that's still pretty reasonably priced. But I think this is probably a good thing overall, even though you know, on on its face, it looks like oh no, the PS3 is dead. But it's, I mean, that's just true. Everybody already knew that. This is just a formal end of an era.
0: Right. They're they're finally like making it official that it's over. I I like that though. I like I like the fact that they could put more more free games on the for PS4. I love those free games. Um, We've had a lot of fun playing. I mean, we'll talk about. Uh, killing Floor 2 here in a little bit, but, like, Drawn to Death was awesome. Uh, I got introduced to Little Big Planet through the PS yeah. Plus, you know, the, the the free games, like, I mean, the the infamous, I know that the, it was, PlayStation was infamous for getting hacked, and so they released the the free version, the, the free game, Infamous, and that was, like, the first time I ever played that, and it was super sweet to just get it for free, you know, like, there's so many good things good free options that come out of that, and then uh, if they add more to it, that'd be even better. And as you were saying back onto the, the PlayStation Now, I had that for a couple months, and I, at first, it was like when it first came out, and it was cool, it was nice, but if they do add more to it, it might give someone like me a little more incentive to get that sort of service, so. Well, and not
1: only that, but that's already a service that's sort of premium. Like, if you you know have the time to sift through games and go, what do I want to play today? Then that's a great service to get. But, you know, if you're committed to a full-time job and you have a relationship to right. balance and other things like that, and you're only going to play maybe three or four games hardcore in a year, then, you know, maybe you don't need PlayStation now. Maybe what you need is more free games from PlayStation Plus so that you can be like, what sort of game do I want to get into? What do I want to play? Right. That's what I really like about those games. I also really like their, their demos. But the free games, specifically, they've had a lot of uh, like indie titles there, and like story-driven games and things like that recently. Life is Strange, for example, mm-hmm. that, um, that show you know the range of kinds of games that you can get on PlayStation, and not just shooters. Even though I do like my PlayStation Four shooters, I right? Don't lie about that. But, well, I love yeah.
0: that you can uh, you can save it to your library, and as long as you're a Plus member, you can download it whenever. Exactly. You know, like I have Tales of the Borderlands just stocked in my library, and one day I'll get to it.
1: Yeah, it's almost like a streaming service already, because you just save that, basically right. you save that key, and then whenever you want, you go get it. Right. You
0: know? I was actually scrolling through my library last night, and it was so funny to see all the games that I've gotten in the last year, even, just a year. And my library is just stacked with, with free shit in there, and it's fantastic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, so sucks the PS3's dead. I you know I, I really enjoyed that system, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what else PlayStation will do. I am definitely a PlayStation fanboy. Um, <laughs> but,
1: well, and we have to wait. Obviously, we have to wait until, uh, what is that, tomorrow?
0: Yeah, tomorrow is uh, there.
1: For the PlayStation show.
0: Yeah, and also tomorrow is the Nintendo showing at 10 o'clock. A.m. Oh, wait,
1: no, 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 no. The PlayStation show is tonight. Is it oh. The PlayStation show is tonight, Monday night.
0: Okay, you have the schedule in front of you, so...
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of fanboys, I am a Nintendo fanboy. Uh, more so than a PlayStation fanboy, for sure. <laughs> and that being said, we finally got our first look into the Super Nintendo world coming to Universal Studios Japan in 2020. That shit looks tight. They have... Uh, they're, they're gonna have like their, a Kirby's Dream Land, they're gonna have like a little Metroid area, they're gonna have a Hyrule area, oh, Man, and they're gonna have a goddamn real life Mario Kart. Uh, like, what, th- fuck, if there's ever a reason to go to Japan.
1: <laughs> the tickets are probably already sold out for the first five years, and it's not even coming for
0: another three. Yeah, It's just like the Star uh. Wars Land. Star Wars Land is the same thing. They have, they're selling out tickets already i'm sure and they're not open until 2019 man that sounds cool though but but yeah you get you get into that and like uh, i can't believe i didn't save the link i'll have to go find the link right now but if you look into the floor plans they could have
1: like roller coaster rides that are that take place on the the worlds of metroid (laughs) oh man yeah oh that could be so cool
0: and just i mean and you know that those theme parks they have so much extra shit like when i went to disney world when i was a kid there was so many like advanced things as far as like uh like video games and stuff you know so, oh, so yeah so you go to super nintendo world and that's all nintendo stuff so think of all the advanced like prototypes of shit they're going to be working on everything
1: like, will have a switch embedded in it and you oh, can yeah. control every screen you see
0: oh,
1: the it's... maps that they hand you will look like the <laughs> super mario world map oh
0: <laughs> yeah it's going to be fucking great. I got it I finally got this thing up here. Um the so they they got some licensing for for their for their park and some of the some of the things they applied for included management or arrangement of video game events. Management or arrangement of entertainment shows and events, namely amusement park shows and special events at an amusement park. Uh, management or arrangement of kart racing, organization, management or arrangement of motorcycle events and other events with vehicles. Wow.
1: So we'll get to it a little bit later, but that ties in pretty well with the uh, current Nintendo um, marketing campaign, which is all about competition mm-hmm. and you know friendly competitive games. So. Seems to really fit so they probably will put a switch in everything and oh well like, i mean control everything.
0: the now that you say that the the next thing on the list is rental of handheld game apparatus there so you go i guarantee that you go to that place and you rent you know if you rent a room in the park for a week they'll just hand you a fucking quote-unquote sheikah slate and be like there's a map embedded in this switch you can here, here's here's five oh, games man. you can play while you're it, here and yeah and they
1: could do so many things. They have the that cooking game. Like you could yeah. design whatever food you want to eat and then go downstairs and it's been made <laughs> it's for there.
0: you. Oh, God. And you know the Japanese are crazy, so they're going to do that sort of shit. Oh, yeah. Like just, just for fun. They're going to be like, I don't even know if this is going to work, but we're going to try it.
1: <laughs> oh, man. They know it's going to work. That's why they're
0: trying. It. It's very true. So that's super exciting to see that. I'm I'm really stoked that they're bringing out a an, an amusement park for a kid like me. You know <laughs>
1: An old kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm still a kid, shut up. <laughs> um Still I guess I guess we'll just stay on Nintendo here for a minute, 'cause uh oh man. Let's man, this next subject, Super Smash Bros. for the Switch. That's the first headline of this thing here. But going back to the amusement park, could you imagine if they had like some Super Smash Bros. shit going on in there? Like they some have kind these, of laser like,
1: tag, uh or like a bounce, bouncy house with
0: like the, the big Augmented green reality, some yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah.
1: something, yeah. Ugh. I can see that now.
0: I can't wait to hear more about it, more about that park, for sure. And we'll keep well, you really updated on it. So, and the next thing on
1: the show notes is the rumors of Smash Brothers for Switch, right? Right. So, Nintendo's press conference at E3 will be tomorrow, Tuesday, June 13th. Starting at 9 a.m. Pacific, so that will be where to tune in to watch if you are interested.
0: Exactly. Um, well, I I have been slacking on the E3 this year. I wanted to post all the live feeds for for the different showings on our on our Facebook, but I just I forgot.
1: I forgot. All really, the it. easiest way to do E3 is wait until it's all over and then search whatever company you're most excited about. Yeah. and watch YouTube videos on that.
0: And top, yeah, top news shit. Or you
1: know, listen to podcasts.
0: Yeah, that does it too. You could listen to Toast podcasts Podcast like every week. <laughs> um anyway, on to the next news thing. Super Smash Brothers for the Switch. It's just a rumor, it's been floating around 4chan for a while, and it's it's saying that it's it's gonna be a port the Super Smash Bros. We you super smash Bros. you? I don't know. Super Smash U? I don't know. <laughs> but very <laughs> much. Yeah, there you go. They're, they're porting that from the Wii U over to the Switch. So it's going to be like a Mario Kart Deluxe, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sort of thing. They'll have the full game plus most likely all the DLC that they had. Did they have DLC for the new Smash Bros? I never played it, so... I didn't either. I, yeah. I am stoked that I do have the new Nintendo system, and when they do come out the Super Smash Bros, I can play it because I did not get a Wii U. One of the only Nintendo systems I didn't buy... And that's
1: and those did not play the last Smash Brothers.
0: Yep, or Mario Kart. That's why I was so stoked about Mario Kart.
1: (laughs) Oh right, because you hadn't
0: played it yet. Yeah, I get that, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. And I have all these friends that are like, yeah, I've played the shit out of this game. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like this is so (laughs) new to me. Done with it. But that, I mean, that's just a crazy rumor going around that, you know, hopefully is going to be announced tomorrow. We'll see. We'll have to. We'll do a. We'll do a video game upload later for YouTube and uh talk about all the stuff that was actually announced in the next couple of days. See, I thought I thought E3 was going from Friday through Sunday. It's going from like Thursday through next well, Wednesday. And so or this no, up no, like no. like
1: I, I got <laughs> so like,
0: confused with the dates. I thought it was a weekend and then it's like during the week sort of thing. It you is, know? but it's
1: like Sunday through Tuesday. Ugh,
0: that's dumb. <laughs> Who does yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. No, I bet they did that because they made it open to the public. You can buy tickets, and right. so they're like, "Well, well if the we make of it, in... summer, and... yeah." Well, the
1: beginning of summer, I guess, but yeah.
0: Huh. Anyway, we'll have more updates on that for sure. Um, like I said, sticking with Nintendo, we'll go to their. They, they did have an update last week. It's called the Nintendo Direct, and they do this once a month, I think, um, where they give some news about what's coming out, what they're planning on doing, and and just some of the updates. Um, everyone during this or before this Nintendo Direct was thinking, "Holy shit, this is gonna be where they announce Pokemon Stars," because they not only called it a Nintendo Direct, but they called it a Pokemon Direct, and so they, you know, got all these fans like convinced that they were gonna announce the new, the the Pokemon Stars game for the Switch, and which is s- still
1: rumored. Technically, has not been confirmed.
0: Yes, but instead of that, they. Introduced uh, Pokken Tournament,
1: <laughs> so <laughs> they actually introduced <laughs> two or possibly three games, depending on how you want to look at it. But Pokken Tournament is a fighting game with Pokemon. So think, uh, sort of think, Mortal Kombat. It's or, Pokemon you know,
0: Stadium for the for the Switch.
1: Well, it's closer to like a fighting game, like Tekken, like Pokemon Tekken. Pokken. Okay sort of, type of a thing. Um, So it's like, you know, Charizard fighting against whoever, and it's very one-on-one, like, looking. It's uh, highly competitive, very, very, very popular in Japan. Um, It's, uh, you know, it's not super huge in America, but I think they're aiming to make it that way because of the competitive nature of it, and because Nintendo is trying to push that competitive nature of some of their games that are coming out. They want to be getting a piece of that, you know, grown-up market that's like, well, I want to beat my friends at something. I don't just want to play Zelda by myself for 120 hours and then tell somebody that I beat it. Like, I want (laughs) to beat them at something, you know? And I don't want to beat them at Switchboxing. I don't want to beat them at (laughs) you know, fake uh, gun dueling or whatever it is. Like, I want to beat them at something. So, they're really selling some of that stuff now. The other two games that they announced with that were Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, (laughs) which are sequels to Pokemon Sun and Moon. I mean, uh, yeah, like we were talking about it on the live stream last night and Nate was saying I was not sitting around waiting for that to come out. So I'm going to I'm going to agree with Nate 100 percent on that. Um, It I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just saying it seems like maybe people got their hopes a little too high up. But here's the thing. They still haven't had their conference at E3, like we said. Right. So. When they have their E3 conference, maybe they were, you know, trying to throw people off by saying, here's Nintendo Direct and we've got big Pokemon news. But it's not the Pokemon news that you expect. Right. Maybe some of the news that people were hoping for is coming at E3. Or, you know, maybe something is coming at well, E3. Well, the problem not-
0: is that the the Nintendo conference is, it's going to be very brief. They're only going to talk for, I think they said 15 minutes. And then the rest of it is gonna be the uh, the the like you know how they 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 set Breath of the Wild out last year. What do you call that? Like the free to play thing. Everyone goes and plays a game. So they're right, doing that they with do, they're doing it with Pokemon tournament. Right. They're, they're basically doing a
1: play experience for the people that are there and things like that. Exactly. Um, I, I
0: don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do much else.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So maybe show some previews. I don't know here's the here's the thing though, I mean, in 15 minutes, they could show two new games, maybe one new game, and then just have 10 minutes of applause. Like, it, <laughs> it's so it wouldn't... true. I mean, that wouldn't surprise you at all, right? No. But, I mean, so, strangely enough, during the uh, Microsoft conference yesterday, we... Well, I guess it wasn't the Microsoft conference, it was the Bethesda conference. We found out that Skyrim is coming to the Switch, and oh, there yeah. will be amiibo capabilities which means you will be able to play as link in skyrim oh yeah so (laughs) i mean that's already a pretty big announcement that nintendo didn't even have to make they basically let bethesda make it for them that by the way that
0: sold me on that i've never really played skyrim but now that it's coming out for the switch and you can be link it's basically zelda 2 so (laughs) sold (laughs) right and a lot of people it's interesting that you're that
1: excited about it because a lot of people are really criticizing bethesda for not announcing something totally new fuck stoked some some, you know some sequels and some updates and you know vr versions of um fallout and things like that right but people are like yeah we get it you love skyrim where's our new game you know (laughs) why why we got to play skyrim again but I guess you're specifically the target audience because there you never go. played Skyrim and you had a Switch and you love Zelda. I just, I guess I never put those things together somehow.
0: I think, I that think, makes it'll, total sense. I think it'll sell a lot more than, than people expect just because of that aspect, because of the fact that, like, yes, I love adventure games, but Skyrim always just seems so big to me. And now if you throw in that little, just that little tiny element of me being able to be a character that I recognize and that I love, like, that just wants me to... It makes me want to play it, you know? It just makes me want to play the sequel to Breath of the Wild, basically, is what I'm going to call it.
1: (laughs) Well, and Link, I mean, Link is basically your blank hero archetype. He fits into any story anyway. That's kind of the point of having a silent hero. So putting him into Skyrim isn't really that much of a stretch. It's just that they needed to wait until his, you know, look sort of matched up with that world well enough for them to do it. Right. And it does now, so... Yeah. I think I think Nintendo, you know, like I said, they may just come out and announce one title, mm-hmm. but that would be huge because they need something that isn't Zelda, and they need something that isn't DLC, and they need something that's not an old game that works on Switch now. I I, I really think they need, you know, here's it's, Metroid.
0: I was going to say it's probably going to be a Metroid, some sort of sweet new take on like Metroid Prime, like Metroid Prime Four would be pretty. Metroid
1: cool. Prime Four would be. Um, maybe. Yes. I would be so down for that. Um, there's a few games that they could announce that I think would be really great. Maybe a Fire Emblem for Switch. I would be really into that, but
0: um,
1: uh, I'm not 100%. I just, I think they need to do something that's not, like I said, something that feels fresh, I guess, yeah, is what I'm trying to for
0: say. For sure. And that, I mean, speaking of feeling fresh, that's, I'm so disappointed about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because that's the fucking third generation of Pokemon in a row where they just, had a cop out and just made a sequel to that generation you know so yeah i i also think that i mean that being said i don't think they're going to make a pokemon game for the switch until the 3ds has died off as long as they keep making portable systems they're going to keep making portable pokemon games that they've done it, it for 25 plus years why wouldn't they keep doing it you know yeah it's
1: it's not. Necess- I, I think it's not necessarily set in stone that they would make a Switch Pokemon game because all it would do is take sales away from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I, I, oh yeah, which I would think are already not going to be super high. I just, I, it's an interesting move, but I mean, they know what they're doing in the handheld market, so I'm assuming they're doing it because they know it's going to make money.
0: I think they just. I just think they don't give a fuck. Nintendo's like, you know what, dude? We don't care what you want. You're still going to buy it. Fuck you. It's- <laughs> yeah, it's true. A- and they're right. I mean, look with the, with the Switch. They're like, well, we could wait to release it with some extra games, but fuck it, everyone's going to buy it just for Zelda. So we'll just release mm-hmm. that and then throw them some bullshit games for a year and then come out with the stuff that we want to come out with, you know? like, And it worked. It totally worked. Got me good. So <laughs> I just, you know, uh, I hope they release something Something good, like you were saying. Metroid would be great. Star Fox would be super cool. Um, Fucking anything. Something new. A remake of an old Super Nintendo game. Spanky's Quest for the Switch. Give it to me, Nintendo. (laughs) Fucking give it to me. Give me a monkey blowing up gumballs full of (laughs) sports balls, and I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody has any idea what I'm talking about. Speaking of... And nobody probably has any idea what E3 is. If they're normal listeners to this show that don't really play video games, you probably don't really know what E3 is. So, Jesse, why don't you tell us what the fuck E3 is?
1: So, E3 stands for the Electronic Entertainment Expo, and it's held every year. Basically, it's a place where game developers and publishers can go and show off all of their new hardware, software, software. Uh, things like that, you know, give you a sneak peek at the stuff that's coming out before it comes out just to get the hype trains rolling and get everybody interested before generally the holiday season where they drop all the new deals and games. Right. And then you go out and you spend as much money as you can as fast as you can. And then next year in, you know, November or next year, maybe in uh, February, you're starting running out of stuff to do. And you're like, well, what am I going to do? And they're like, well, don't worry. E3 is coming up in the summer again. And we'll let you know exactly what you're going to be doing. <laughs>
0: Nice. So that was that was a that was year, good breakdown.
1: <laughs> so this year we've got um, we've already been through one or two of the conferences. <clears throat> Excuse me. We had the uh, Xbox conference yesterday on Sunday the 11th, and they had some pretty cool stuff going on. Um, generally, they're featuring their new project Scorpio, which they revealed the official name for to be Xbox One X, <laughs> which X <laughs> as in X Files, not Xbox One S which is also a model that they make. So do you think two very similar but different things. Do you think they can um, make
0: that the triple X?
1: The probably X-X-X? not. <laughs> Pro- probably not. I mean, the thing that's nice about it is that even if somebody goes confused into a Best Buy and says, give me an Xbox One X, then the salesperson can go, Oh, you mean the 600 or I think it's $500. They can go, you mean the $500 one or the $200 one? Uh. And then ni- 90% of people will go, oh yeah, the $200 one, thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's, it looks to be really impressive. Uh, one of the games that they use to show it off is called Anthem, and it's from BioWare. And people are already saying that clearly BioWare was spending all their time and resources on Anthem, and that's why Mass Effect Andromeda sucked, which... Once you see Anthem, is definitely plausible because oh the game my god. looks amazing. I had no I idea was what very you guys were impressed. talking
0: about. I had no idea what, what it was anything, and then I went and looked at the video, and just that first opening shot where they're looking at that big monster thing. What is that? I was a big. Robot? I was very impressed. Oh my god!
1: Uh, they they had like this little pre-reveal the other day, uh, the day before that was like very very limited trailer that said something about the wall and this is where we make our stand and humanity and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, Oh, this is clearly a destiny clone, but it's for Xbox And they're, you know, trying to come after that exact audience, you know, whatever. Right. And then I watched the reveal of it. And I was like, as a destiny player, I was like, I may switch to this game. Because even though it was announced at the Xbox conference, it's not an Xbox exclusive at all. It's <laughs> revealing on all platforms. So Suckers. But they were showing it on the Xbox One X, and it did look amazing. It was running in 4K, and God, mm. it was beautiful. It yeah, really uh, was beautiful.
0: The One X also gives you the option to play on 4K and or regular HD, doesn't it? Right. Like, just so, in case you don't have the 4K TV, you can still play it on your whole right. HD. Right.
1: Exactly, and I'm assuming that a version of it will come out for PS4 Pro that's got enhancements on that side as well. Obviously, the best place to play it is probably going to be PC because that's constantly the best place to play any game. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it looks great, and if you haven't checked it out, just go Google Anthem game or Anthem, and I'm sure it'll pop up. And I mean, a quick basic: here's what it is. I would say it's Iron Man mixed with Destiny mixed with Transformers mixed. With Horizon Zero Dawn and a little bit of Mass Effect thrown in there, my only complaint with the whole thing that I've seen so far is that it is a third-person shooter, and I'm not—I I just can't—I don't play third-person shooters as as happily as I play first-person shooters. So I, love I may have to—I may have to try and get past that for the sake of this game, just because it looks so fun. It looks like they've built a seriously established world and universe, and if they have then it might pull just the right amount of the Destiny audience over to it to succeed big time because that was one of the biggest complaints we had when we played Destiny was there's great rich story here and you've put it all here to access, but nobody sees it unless they go online or have the companion app, you know, or right. watch YouTube videos on it. There's no way to find it in the game. So it, it's one of those things, man, I feel kind of bad that <laughs> I'm convin I'm, you know, considering cheating on Destiny, so to speak, <laughs> but it looks gorgeous. Okay, baby. So we'll have to yeah, we'll have to wait and see what it what gets announced and how it ends up looking when it comes out because we know better than to trust what games look like at E three. They never end up looking how they look at E three. Oh so. my
0: god. Look at Shadow well, of War, the new the new uh fucking what is that but is that a but these no, that's uh the Shadows of Mordor sequel, basically. Right. And that, that game looks great. I mean, so, but they were showing the some shit, some <laughs> gameplay stuff that you could just tell that they were not finished with it yet there was still a couple well, like, little things to do with it
1: i mean ubisoft is really really notorious for it ubisoft, like ghost recon, thank you. yeah <laughs> ghost recon looked amazing last year at e3 and then i got it and it looks great but it doesn't look amazing right you know? i just uh you know maybe i don't maybe i didn't get the ps4 pro version or i'm not playing it on pc which you know is great but i just i, I think that there's something to be said for that when they're like here's the experience and then you get it and it's, you know, just one or two steps under that. It just feels off, especially because we now have games that deliver what they are supposed to deliver. Like I'm going to gush some more, but near automata runs at 60 frames per second. It looks gorgeous all the time. Like it has a little bit of popping and you can tell it's running on a console, but I mean, it's giving you the best presentation that it can. And I think some games aren't doing that. And it just feels, you know, kind of slimy but i know it's up to us to go in with healthy skepticism and things like that when you're watching game conference presentations so yeah. just keep that in mind when you see these things online
0: <laughs> unless it's uh, unless it's breath of the wild because that shit stole the show last year there was it did. there was i mean the graph everything was just fantastic about that game so i i will say anthem has me a little bit more pumped than destiny 2 because a i've never played destiny and b i'm more of a third person shooter kind of kind of guy yeah i got battlefront star wars battlefront and i switched it immediately from first to third person because i'm I'm just better with that i don't know what it is but i i like those third person games so this one might get me a little bit more give me a little bit more than destiny the only reason i'm gonna get destiny 2 is because you fuckers have it so (laughs) i gotta have something to play with friends and a couple of points to touch on there um Battlefront 2, which we will talk about shortly,
1: looks great. They showed a lot of gameplay for that. Um, But also with Destiny 2 and today being the PlayStation conference and Destiny traditionally having lots of PlayStation exclusives, there's a chance that we may hear an announcement for a beta date for Destiny 2 today or maybe even tomorrow. But um, keep your eye out for that in case you are interested in the public open beta or the public Closed beta for people who have pre-ordered Destiny Two. I, I was going to say
0: they—you have to usually pre-order to get those betas, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I believe that's the case. But usually there's like a free public weekend where people can check it out. They had that with the first game a couple times. I think, okay. So. And with that, that like, when you
0: play those betas, does it save all your all your like information and stuff? Like if you get if you level up nope. a bunch when you get the actual nope. game, it doesn't save it. Okay.
1: All of your stuff resets. You don't get to keep any of it.
0: Okay, Um, that's cool.
1: Which is fine, because they're resetting everybody who's played the first game anyway.
0: Right, right. I just wonder, you know, because you'll go buy a game like a... I don't know, last Call of Duty game I bought, I went out, got it the same day it came out, and people are already at, like, level, you know, the fucking highest level you can be at on the first day. Right. And I, I always wondered if that was because of the beta version, or if they're just assholes and they cheat or something, you know,
1: well, it that combined with people who just don't have to go to work or school. And they or get-
0: I guess, and, and being released earlier in other places. I'm yeah. I'm sure that happens as well. Definitely. Um, like for instance, star Wars is being released earlier in the UK than it is in the U S but that's all the star Wars news I got for this episode.
1: <laughs> that's not bad.
0: No. Um, there is
1: a, Online, though you should go check out. There's a comparison of the palace on Naboo from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace
2: I
0: was... next
1: to how it looks in Battlefront Two, and Battlefront Two looks amazing. <sighs> I have to, I have to <laughs>
0: breathe for a second. Oh, it just looks so good. I, <laughs> I'm so excited about Battlefront Two. I was excited about Battlefront One just, just because they were getting it back out there, like it, they, they were remaking Battlefront and now that they've gotten that fan base back and they have a reason to make a good game, I really think they went all in with Battlefront 2. And it just, uh, not not even just the way it looks, but the gameplay, the the, f- the flowing nature of all the characters, the way they move, the the way they talk, you know, like Darth Maul fighting Yoda. It, it just, ugh, uh, it's... It seems uh, pretty
1: clear that they listened <laughs> to fan criticism and feedback. Yeah, when the first game came out, and they took all of that stuff to heart when they I, made the new I one. I didn't even
0: get into the the story mode with the empire. You know, whatever the girl's name is, getting cast away from the emperor, and then having to right. basically rebuild the empire. The uh, imperial somewhere. soldier. Yeah, and which, by the way, is a female character again. Star Wars is really, uh, really pushing the the female lead characters right now. I think Well, actually, to,
1: it's kind of a big trend across all media. You've got <laughs> Wonder Woman coming out. You that's have, true. You know, Ghostbusters, even for example, you've got Horizon Zero Dawn. You've got Nier Automata. You've got a lot of games right now that have female protagonists, and they're selling really well.
0: It's true, and the you know the only I think the only one that really hasn't jumped on the bandwagon yet is Marvel. Come on, where's our Black Widow movie? I want it.
1: I want. That's it. true. I um, want a Black Widow movie.
0: Yes. But Battlefront Two, I just I cannot express how excited I am about this game. It's it's everything that I wanted for in the first one, plus you know, and um, and not to mention say, all the DLC is free. Yes, I, I would what? just say
1: you know, be mindful of your feeling. Oh, because man. because it is <laughs> because it is EA and. They could do whatever they
0: want at the last
1: minute. I know. Keep that in mind, young Padawan.
0: I know, but with <laughs> even with the first Battlefront, I knew that it wasn't going to be as fun. After reading all the reviews and seeing people bitch about it, I knew it wasn't yeah. going to be as fun. But I was still just as excited because of the fact that it's Battlefront. I get to. I'm just a huge Star Wars nerd, so I'm I'm a little biased, and it doesn't matter <laughs> what they do. I'm still going to love it, and I'm still going to buy the shit out of it. So. Everybody listen to Jesse, not me, <laughs> when it comes to Battlefront Two, because, like I said, I'm biased. He's he's a little more realistic. My head. I will
1: try to be more objective.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, I think let's see, we're uh, we're moving on. Do you have anything else for the PS4 happenings? That's just all coming out today, right? The.
1: So yeah, most of the PS4 news will be today. Um, there was one other game that showed last night, and I I don't. It wasn't part of the Microsoft conference, but. I think it's a multi-platform game. Um, it's called Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Mm. And basically it's the old development team for the 2D side scrolling Castlevania games. Ah. And they've, they've made one more Castlevania game. Um, they can't call it that because obviously Castlevania is owned by somebody else now. And it's a, you know, 3D hack and slash game with much very, very different uh, aesthetic than they used to have. So this is really giving it that retro Castlevania feel and you know that old experience that a lot of people have been missing. It really really reminds me of Symphony of the Night, which I'm sure is why they went with the name Ritual of the Night. Huh. And it just looks great. It's been in development forever, but it's also been fully funded through Kickstarter. So it's a game that fans want and it's a game that they're apparently willing to wait to get because it's like I said it's been several years it's been at e3 for i think the last two or three years in a row and last night during the playthrough they weren't even saying you know like okay here's a release date they were just saying here's our newest demo please keep in mind this is not the same as last year's demo right. and so there's no release date announced yet we may have to wait you know another six months or a year i don't know it's, how long they, but
0: they say it's set to release in early 2018
1: right so, so it's very nebulous um yeah. But it looks like the kind of game that could come to Switch it and is. Xbox it's, uh, it's coming and to... PlayStation it's, and
0: PC. It's, PS, it's PC, PS4, PlayStation Vita, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. There you go. So.
1: so if you've been missing that old school Castlevania experience and you for some reason didn't download Axiom Verge to your PlayStation 4, <laughs> then, you know... Maybe go check this game out, or you know, whatever system you play on. I believe Axiom Verge is also multi-platform, but I very highly recommend it. Just go look for that. Um, but check it out. Um, it's online. Just search for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and you'll see some let's plays of the demo. It, it looks really fun. I can't wait for it to come out. But I was, I was I'm just going to watching. It, I was just so. watching
0: the trailer <laughs> while you were talking about it, and uh, it looks fucking tight. <laughs> it makes me yeah. It
1: has. It has that very retro feel, but it looks very new. Yeah, it, it's got side scrolling. It's you know directional controls. Yeah, it it's very classic. I'm excited. It you know um, it
0: gets me excited to get more games for my Switch. I need more games for my Switch. You know some some better. It, I need more Nintendo games for Switch. Like the the original sort of like those. You know when Castlevania first came out, you were like, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. I've never seen right. anything like this, you know, and I, I need more Nintendo games like that to come out. Yeah. And Bloodstained looks like it could be kind of part of that category.
1: It definitely is. It's very, I mean, the whole, it looks like the whole development team is Japanese original Castlevania developers. Like the game director is very popular. Like he's well known as the, you know, the guiding force of Castlevania in Japan for the, for the original generation. So right it
0: looks to be great let's just Um, let's just all hope for for something that's better than mighty (laughs) number nine so this game is
1: in like demo world like demo (laughs) realm and it's not done yet and it already looks (laughs) miles better than mighty number nine so that's not really something i don't think that we have to seriously worry about
0: mighty number nine was just such a disappointment i really wish that it would have made more of an impact and that they could have taken that and used it as a reference point to make better Mega Man games. But they just fucked it up.
1: Especially considering like all of the hopes and dreams of all the Mega Man gamers that have been waiting so long for a new game. Like for real it, but you know, I mean it's almost an impossible task, so I can't really fault them that much, you know? Yeah. But this game, like I said, it already looks miles better and it's not even done yet. So
0: yeah, well, but it we haven't played it yet. It's just it's just the you know like you were saying the demo version. They did the same thing with Mighty Number no. Nine. They sent out a, a nice demo. It looked cool. It looked really fun. And then it just it, Oceanhorn, same thing. Looked super cool. You know, the first ever Zelda for PlayStation. Gonna be the the best fucking game ever. And then I bought that game. Total flop. Fucking sucked.
1: Oh, I haven't played it yet. I'm interested to see why you didn't like it though.
0: It just you know, I think it was the hype. I think it was the hype is what it was. They they gave it too much Zelda hype. And me being a Zelda fan, as long as I have yeah. been, getting that game and then playing through it and just thinking, this is nothing like Zelda. Why would they tell me that? You know? To sell it. And, yeah, and I understand that now, but that's why I'm very weary about something like this coming out. Because I just don't want to be sold again and then fucked. Yeah, well, and... Because it's through
1: Kickstarter and things like that, um, the way that I'm going to avoid getting my heart broken is I'm just going to not contribute any money to it. And when it comes out, if it's got good reviews, I'll buy it.
0: There you go. Yep, and I didn't I didn't pay attention to reviews on Oceanhorn. I was like, "Fucking, it looks like Zelda." I'm buying it. So
1: what I recommend people do is if you can find like one or two sources that. Seem to agree with you on games that you already know how you feel about. Yeah, kind of, kind of stick with those for reviews because it's not so much of an objective thing as you think it is. Like, you don't really need to know. Like, are the graphics seven out of ten? Are (laughs) you know? Is the sound a high production quality? What you need to know is, does somebody like me, who's into this kind of game, would they enjoy it? Like, because everybody looks past the deficiencies of games that they like. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just a natural thing to do. So don't necessarily look for somebody who's very harsh on games. Just look for somebody whose tastes seem to align with yours. And I'm talking, you know, maybe this is a blog or maybe it's a YouTube guy or whatever it is, you know, know,
0: just podcast. I listen to so many podcasts of people with like, like minded, you know. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Just try and, and, you know, I'm not saying, you know, go look for an echo chamber. I'm just saying find something that makes sense to you. Like if, if you really liked Skyrim a lot, then don't pay attention to us talking about how we don't need to play through it as Zelda, because maybe you're like Josh and you never played it and you're really excited to try it now. Like just, just find, you know, things that align with how you feel about things. Don't worry about, you know, this game got a 9.9 out of 10, you know, just don't worry about that. Just look for what you think you're going to like.
0: And then if you don't, You know, find something else. Agreed. Totally agreed. Don't listen to our chatty asses.
1: (laughs) Well, I Uh, mean, generally listen to me because I (laughs) don't have any correct opinions. But other than that... Oh, here we go. Always right. (laughs) Here we go. If you follow me on Twitter, that's my Twitter bio. It says I (laughs) am literally almost always right. (laughs) I put the caveat in there, so nobody can call me arrogant.
0: (laughs) I guess I would probably say about 90% of the time. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I agree. <laughs> Which fucks me over because I always like to think that 90% of the time I'm right, but the only time I'm wrong is the 10% of the time when I'm talking with you. So it just kinda... oh, and <laughs> so speaking of, and
1: this isn't anything that you were incorrect about, but last week we did talk with Corbin about Breath of the Wild a little bit, and he said that he had heard that every time you start a new save, yes, not true. The terrain gets procedurally generated. Yeah, that's not true. I looked it up just not to be sure. I just forgot to mention it as soon as I found it last week. So yes, we are not spreading the misinformation. Zelda train is the same every time. I definitely forgot to
0: show that. I looked it up the other day. was like, I was like, i want to start a new game if it's, if it's different. And then it wasn't, I think where, I think where he got that from was the hard mode coming out. Ah, Um, that makes sense. When the DLC for that, I think the hard mode, when you download it, will change some of the environment. It's not going to change like the entire outline of the map. It's just gonna be like the Ocarina of Time Master or Master Quest, where it has well, and that's different that's temples pretty standard, and
1: different areas. That's pretty standard DLC practice to
0: just oh, yeah. a- amend
1: the current map and maybe change some of what's already there.
0: Right. I mean, and that goes way back to The Legend of Zelda for the NES. You play through yeah. that one time, and then you play through it again, and it's the same map, but just the levels are you know they have a bunch of new enemies, or it's a different outline of the of the level, or something like that. So. Yeah, it's, it's all right, Corbin. We forgive you. <laughs> um, I think uh, let's. Man, should we take a break? We should take a break. Sure. Let's take a quick little break, and we'll be right back to finish. Maybe talk to Nate for a little bit, and then finish this thing off. Yeah. From the break, uh, Nate has just joined us on the show, and we're going to cover over what Xbox has been talking about over the last day or so. Xbox exclusive. Xbox ex- exclusive, exclusive.
3: Exclusive. Exclusive. Did you watch that show? Did you hear them? how many times they said that? Every single time, it'd be like, world premiere.
0: <laughs> exclusive. No, I didn't. It I, was kind of getting ridiculous really? after
3: like the 15th time. Like, exclusive. <laughs> where I was like, how many different inflections did they ask that guy for? Just say exclusive like 95 times. Yeah. Pay a dollar per time.
0: Come yeah. on. Anyways. I'm going to save your couple exclusives right there, too, for, for the show. <laughs> Perfect. Put a- with some bumpers, awesome <laughs> twist, marm exclusive, exclusive.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was that guy. I don't yeah. know who he was, but I, if you're if you're listening, please email us. Let me know. Yeah, just subject line: exclusive.
0: Yeah. So um, anyway, how how are you now today? How are you uh, doing here? Great, great.
3: Glad to glad just to be here. Get an introduction um, going. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's been it's been a ridiculous Monday. So we're actually kind of um, recording this a little, a little bit out of sequence. So you know, I'm, I'm I'm hopping in. I couldn't be here when you guys were here to talk about. A lot of the cool stuff that you talked about, but whatever, whatever you said, I agree with you and, um, whatever Jesse said, I agree with most of what he said, except unless you guys were bashing Xbox at any point, in which case I, I probably only agree um, with about half of that.
0: I, I you know, I don't, I don't think so. And you know, no one's going to know cause this is going to be in the middle of me and Jesse talking, mm. which is funny that we're talking about this now because this is, we, we, it's a podception. <laughs> we just came in from a break Yes, and and then we're going to go back out into another break after this into okay. the rest of the last of, of what we were talking about so it's it's a little wonky but this
3: is a podcast within a podcast yeah, within a podcast
0: yeah editing is a beautiful thing it's amazing um, <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, so we're just going to talk some about uh,
3: Microsoft's uh, show. I don't think, unless, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Sony's had their show yet, or is it um, today? They're doing it
0: today. Okay. Uh, yeah, is it it's, today?
3: It's, it's, well, what day is today, really? If you're listening to this and it's Today's July 12th, 24th, doing please it. email us with the winning <laughs> lotto numbers. <laughs> so, but no, it's the 12th.
0: Let me bring up the uh, the notes again. Why don't you start uh, off by saying, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what was, so, first of all, they were doing the Xbox Scorpio right that yeah, was the, that was the it, big thing exactly with this, with and this everybody kind
3: of knew that was going to be the big thing and honestly my hope was that uh, they were going to focus on games and not stress so much about hardware, even though everybody knew they're going to talk about Scorpio. And so they
0: did what I was hoping they would do, which is they just got it out of the way early. Right. Um, they did I, talk a little... I did watch some of it, not mm-hmm. all of it, but they did talk a little bit about the specs, which... It, 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 so some of you it watched was like, some of it, right? Yeah, I was like, nobody gives a and, fuck about this. Well, and that's exactly but my but point. They're like, really it's
3: cool. got 14.9 gigaflops <laughs> of Ram Dogs. <laughs> yeah. And the audience is just quiet, except for one nerd that's like oh yeah yeah and it's like that's what really concerns me and that kind of brings me to my whole point is that like okay so they're calling it the Xbox One X it's more powerful it's five hundred dollars which means it's probably gonna be double because right now you can get a, an S for for 249 and a really loud Windows noise Sorry about uh, that. that was Microsoft getting upset that we're laughing at them uh, so again I'm it's it's five hundred bucks it comes out in November I didn't really see any reason why you'd want to buy this over an S. Like, it does look cool. It's smaller than the Xbox One S, which is impressive. It's all about that um, gigaflops of RAM. Yeah, dog, and bro. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, they threw out real specs, but it was just the re- audience's reaction. I sense that Phil Spencer was worried. It was I really so did. minimal. You could tell that it he was like,
0: duh. Yeah.
3: So then he says he's like, games. Games, 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 games. Right. Exclusives, games, exclusive, games, games, more exclusives. And he says games like ninety times. And then the first thing that they show is the new Porsche, like an actual car on the stage. And I have never been more confused in my life. And I didn't even the audience that was excited to see it was kind of confused because it's like, all right, you're showing us Forza Seven. You've been talking about Forza Seven. I know it's going to be cool, but now you're showing us the new Porsche car. Like, just get to the games already so uh, my apologies to any car fans out there I'm sure it's a beautiful amazing vehicle Uh, but they finally did get to Forza 7 and it looks insane so they just brought this car out
0: just to show off just the to game? show off the game, exactly. But it's the so, world
3: premiere of the car, too. It had oh, never been seen in public, either. It's okay. the first time anyone's gotten to see it. Just but a really,
0: Yeah, just a weird. I don't know. <laughs> Half those people there probably don't even have cars. I,
3: and I, could, I No, that's 99 not true. 99% of them those, can't afford to have that car. Those tickets are uh, expensive for yeah, that. So. Either way, though, nobody's buying that car. Though. No. It's like, oh, I went there for an uh, Xbox X, and I left for the fucking <laughs> Porsche. Like, it doesn't work that way, right? So... That was really concerning Like the first part of the show The first half hour I was legitimately I was texting with my friend And I was honestly laughing And I was like What the hell are they doing This is terrible Um,
0: I did turn it off Like it was Halfway through the specs I was like I'm bored I don't care anymore It
3: was a really bad opening But then honestly They did get to the good stuff At that point And and I'd say that the show Ended up being one of the better ones That they've had uh, In the last few years so Probably far. Probably the best one they've had so since far. the last generation. And uh, I would not, beg not to differ because of Breath of Microsoft's the Wild. Best uh, best
0: okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay,
3: Microsoft's <laughs> E3 shows have been bad lately. Not, That's true. Not Sega level of horrible, but, but bad. <laughs> um, you know, they did get into a lot of good games. What's the first? A lot of those are the exclusives. And, and the thing is, is, before we talk about the games... Okay. There a lot of these are timed exclusives. Not too many of these are permanent exclusives. So what are your thoughts on the idea of a game coming out in so, say October for the Xbox One and then November and then, for PlayStation? No, probably more like March for PlayStation. <sighs> like so you got to wait like 5 months. Does that motivate you at all? Like what does that make you think as a gamer?
0: No. No not at all. And I'm not I'm not a big Xbox guy. I've never really owned an Xbox. Right. So I'm not jumping to go buy an Xbox to play any of these games really like i like i did with the switch for instance with zelda you know Mm -hmm. that comes out and i'm like i have to go buy that console and i have to buy that game exactly but with xbox like i'm assuming those same games are going to come out for ps4 so i can wait exactly there's five months that's not a big deal there's probably about four or five what's up alan
3: that Alan uh, Alan's just hello. plopping on the table here right on top of my notes. He wants to be part of this show. <laughs> yeah. What's up, buddy? Oh, he's mad. He's right. so angry. He's like, you guys suck. All right. Um, <laughs> probably about four or five of the games that I want to talk about are actually exclusive, but the rest of them are just timed exclusive. Let's, let's
0: start with Anthem, because we did cover okay. it a little bit okay. earlier. all right. Um, so, that is, is that looks, an exclusive?
3: No, it's... It, is going to have like a lot of these games. Poor Xbox uh, man! <laughs> it, it's going to have enhanced features for the X, like 4K okay. textures, higher draw distance, some of those things that the PS4 Pro won't be able to handle. So, depending on how
0: that really plays out, yeah. But like, maybe a, that's what'll sell people when they see the two gamer side by side, like me, like. I love to play video games but I'm still I consider myself pretty normal gamer like mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about the draw thing like I don't
3: I, I'll be I'll admit uh, I still I played Max Payne 3 recently on the Xbox 360 and it still impresses me yeah. And that game's like 10 yeah, years old. I was just so, talking
0: about uh, Force Unleashed that thing mm-hmm. still impresses me it's, as well. It's like it's still the graphics good. are great, it flows amazingly. So it's just Exactly. <sighs> so I'm not so sure about Specs the need don't to really... play it on
3: the X. I have an S and I'm probably going to just stick with that. Yeah. But uh Anthem looks <laughs> amazing. Anthem looks like Destiny fulfilled. Anthem really looks like that evolution that real
0: blend between an MMO
3: Yeah, and Jesse a first was embarrassed. He was
0: embarrassed to say that he was going to probably cheat on Destiny with this Anthem game. So Oh shit! I'm not. I'm not
3: cheating on Destiny with I'm only leaving Destiny. Like, dear Destiny, I've enjoyed our two years together. But let's be serious, you guys. You're not that cool. Um, no, I do. I. Destiny is a great game. I'm sure Destiny 2 is going to do really, really well. Games can coexist. I'm going like to. I'm writing that note. Call of Duty
0: for, this year. Yeah. In 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 like favor of Destiny too, I think. Yeah. So. I
3: Call of Duty's kinda run its course. Yeah, um, but yeah, so <laughs> so okay, some of the exclusives that are actually legitimately coming to this console. And and the thing is you can't have an Xbox exclusive because they're all Windows compatible as well.
0: That's true. That's but
3: true. in terms of not being on the other consoles, uh Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, which if you haven't seen much on it, I urge you to look something up on it after this show. Okay. Uh, if you're listening to this show and you've never Player seen much on it,
0: unknown. go to go to Twitch. What's that? What's go it to about? most
3: popular games, and you'll see that on there. What is so that? What is that? First-person shooters. One hundred players. What? In a gigantic map, and it's a deathmatch.
0: Like any kind of deathmatch. And last like just,
3: man standing.
0: Okay, so. Okay. Uh huh. So it's like battle yeah. royale type like, of thing. You could it try and you. just
3: hunker the fuck down and hopefully let other people kill him, But if somebody <laughs> comes along, you like they're just gonna just destroy you because they will have been out there collecting things. And I was like, gonna
0: say, do you have to go pick up? Like, do you just go pick up a random hammer and that's what you kill somebody with? Eh, not or, so much or do you, that. I mean, you, do you get it's like more of a spawn? shooter. It's okay, of a shooter okay. but
3: it's still um, you should definitely take a look because it looks insane. It's it's currently in early access on Steam, and when it comes out uh, in full release on PC, it's also fully releasing for the Xbox One S and X. Which good luck if you're a parent going into the store, being like <laughs> they want an Xbox and they say do they want an X or an S, and you're like, <laughs> I'll take the one that's two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, the cheaper right? one. I please. love my kid, but not five hundred dollars. Right, so. Good job. Yeah. Uh, another exclusive that's currently out on PC, but my computer will not run. So it. is
0: that wait? What was that game mm-hmm. called again? Player Unknown's Player, Battlegrounds, and it's ju- that one's specifically going to be an Xbox exclusive. Xbox, so and PC it's exclusive. not going to be five months later nope, coming out for that PlayStation. Is
3: legitimately, Xbox only. Okay, so there's
0: the first exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: So actually, the first uh, like four that I'm going to talk about are all
0: extremely strictly, flexible, strictly xbox exclusive. okay maybe I
3: actually stuck so, mostly to that here it seems like so we got
0: halo 5 then or 7 H- halo 5 is already out they didn't show any halo oh. actually didn't um, interesting
3: yeah, it's, there's halo fatigue a lot of focus groups and that kind of <laughs> lately are saying that just like it's not, it's not as cool as it used to be like it's really not that popular dear halo um, <laughs> well, yeah anyways Uh black desert online which is a Really good Korean MMO. My computer is not powerful enough to run it. The game looks jaw dropping. But it's it's an MMO. Um, it's an MMO. Okay, yeah, definitely. You know, I, See, I, I,
0: you're not selling
3: me on any. I, of know, these yet. I know. I know. I don't think
0: I'm going to convince anybody to ship <laughs> with this
3: podcast. But if you if you like variety in games and you don't own a console, get a PlayStation. But if you can't find one, um, then keep listening to this. Fuck that. Get a Switch,
0: yeah. man. Eh, I mean, get a Switch. Get okay. a Switch
3: once Mario comes out. See, this, um, this is why. Yeah, I, li- I like it. I do. Um, okay, so Black Desert looks pretty cool. Uh, there were also some some indie titles. Uh, the Last Night looks really, really cool. What? Like, that's a timed exclusive. That uh, if you ever played Another World, it's like a two D adventure kind of just really trippy. It's hard to explain what it's like. Um, but and, and you said that's a very artistic exclu- um, uh, timed, uh, timed exclusive. exclusive. Um, Ori so and weird. the Will of the Wisps is an exclusive, but so was Ori in the Black Forest, and that eventually came to
0: the ps4 that sounds really familiar is that the like kind of black and white Mm -hmm. game that exactly um you would switch between the like light and day or something like that okay so this is like
3: an evolution it looks beautiful like they actually had a guy come out play the piano they had a full orchestra when they showed the trailer and like people almost teared up it really does look good
0: see the guy came out and played the piano for the fucking battlefront 2 trailer as well I think it's I the same yeah, guy. It's, it is. He's and he uh, the piano he's just man. making his rounds around. He's the, the guy three from that Billy Joel song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, so that that looked pretty interesting. There's also uh, Super Lucky's Tail, which really reminded me of uh, a lot of the old rare platformers it Actually, looks a decent amount like ukulele. It's not 3D. It's 2D. Okay. But uh, that looked that looked pretty interesting. Apparently and that's that, a that's a VR game. Previously, like that was available on. Uh, Interesting. Ah, oh, shit. What are the? It's not the gear. It's not the. What are the other VRs? Oculus? I think it was an uh, Oculus, Oculus game. Yeah, it might okay. have been an Oculus game. Okay. And and please, I'm sure I'm wrong about that.
0: And what what's um, that last one called again? Sorry, I'm just I'm yeah, trying to. Yeah, you're to... fine. Super Lucky's Tale. Super Lucky's Tale. And yeah. you said it's like a rare game, one of the old like Conker's game or it, it something just, like that. It just I guess rare.
3: Really, actually, I was reading off the wrong line. I'll be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> it just looks like a really cool old platformer <laughs> game. But the game that is a rare uh, looks is actually made by Rare and looks like they might be returning to form. They're still around, uh, huh? Is called Sea of Thieves.
0: Oh, and I've heard of this. That looks heard really this. cool. Yes. It's an
3: online-only game you form a party of 4, you go yep. around and you're basically a band of drunken pirates. You can get drunk, you can sh- get in cannon fights even in the trailer. One of the guys loads himself into the cannon <laughs> and shoots onto the opponent ship and starts hitting him with his sword. That's like, cool. It really looks like a lot I of fun. Like that. I don't know if that's a full exclusive or a time exclusive or not, okay. but I want to say because Microsoft owns Rare. That that's gonna be a. That's full too bad. That is. I don't ah. like exclusives in general. I think they're bad for gaming. Like I honestly think, well, play it on whatever
0: platform you want to, as long as it can run it appropriately. I mean, Rare was such a staple with with Nintendo old games, like or just. I mean, not not just Nintendo, but like starting the trend of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like Rare was one of the first ones to do the first person shooter with Perfect Dark and GoldenEye. They had. Uh, Banjo Kazooie and Donkey Kong, like those, oh yeah, they were killing it. I mean, in there. Donkey Kong Country, even for Super Nintendo, Rare mm-hmm. doing that stuff was beyond its time. Right. You know, we get games now that look, you know, p- pretty good, but Donkey Kong Country will still hold its own when you put it up against other two D or side scrolling games. You know, so
3: it's, at some point, <sighs> look up. Uh, shigeru miyamoto's comments about donkey kong country he fucking hates that game really only because it looked better he was jealous he was super jelly peanut butter and jelly <laughs> okay. um but no he actually said like oh it's a great game the graphics look amazing if you like don't care about gameplay no what he said really? actually was donkey kong country is proof that people will play anything if it looks good and they don't really care about good gameplay
0: i don't know man i think that gameplay oh yeah it's great <laughs> game he was he
3: was super butthurt about it um all right so blasting on to some other games here uh wow let's see Alright, so let me talk about Minecraft first and then I'll go on to the other As I said, Minecraft. there are two things happening with Minecraft uh, and as I said before we kind of got started, one of them is really freaking awesome. And I'm going to let you decide which of them is really awesome.
0: Okay. All right. All right.
3: So, um, mind some, you, I've never played Minecraft. Okay. So some, some better graphics uh, where you can play it in 4k, right? But it's still okay. large. It looks the same, but it's sharper and it's in 4k with all okay. those blocks. Okay. Um, or the ability to play uh, cross platform. So if you're on your mobile, your PC or your tablet, uh, or even your switch, you can also play with somebody that's on the Xbox or on any one of those other devices. And sooner or later they've said PS4, they're just working through that with Sony. Hmm. So the ability to play with anybody, regardless of what device they're using, or the ability to play the game in 4K, which do you think sounds cool? I think with anyone, exactly. really. Who the, the hell ones... wants to play Minecraft in 4K? I,
0: I thought that one of, there was a, yeah, 4K, I like, really I, don't care about 4K. You I know, I just found out that my TV is a 3D TV. I've had it for four years. Yeah, and I just found out it's a 3D TV. I'm like, I was going through settings on it, and it was like, would you like to switch to 3D mode? And I'm like, no, I don't care. Life's like, been in 3D this whole time. Man. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about graphics really. I'm I, not you know, a huge graphics snob either. I'm really not. Um, it's not that big of a deal. I, I'm, I'm more of a fluid kind of gameplay kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh yo yeah, yeah, Breath yeah. of the Wild could have had not as good graphics, and I still would love it as much as I do. Oh sure, absolutely. I just, I don't know. The 4K thing doesn't really. I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about. The thought of cross-platform. Mm-hmm, exactly. And is, this, is this the start of it? Do we have games already that are cross-platform?
3: This is really the first big one.
0: So if this works out, mm-hmm. then this could start like a revolution with the gaming industry where Eventually. they all start working together.
3: But if you look at it, right now they've got PC, mobile slash tablets. Mhm. Microsoft and Nintendo are all on board and Sony's still sitting on the outside being like we're working trying to I don't know, like Sony's huh. really being the dick in this situation, which is weird. Well, Sony's making I, more I money. Like Sony. Exactly. So Sony doesn't really need to join yeah, up with Yeah, they're just them. sitting there rubbing circles around their nipples saying like, "Oh, really? How much does it bum you?" That you can't play that. <laughs> That's all they're doing. And quite frankly, I don't eh, necessarily we're sorry. Oh my God, that's such a bummer. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I
0: I'm, I would love it if I've been I've been hoping that one of these days Nintendo will join forces with either or Microsoft or, or Sony. Like if they would just one of those two companies would band together with Nintendo, Nintendo could finally make amazing games with their innovative consoles. You know what I mean? I do feel like you it see would what I'm probably saying? be like,
3: better for them to just focus on peripherals and, and then games. have somebody else focus and games, on somebody graphics. Else can make the console.
0: Like, you know, you got the Wii that came out fucking amazing. That was the first time you ever saw really good motion control mm-hmm. sort of video gaming, but some of those games were just so campy. Sure. You well, play you play like a any you know, of the Mario Kart games and it's it's like, oh yeah, it's kind of good whatever, but like
3: How bad are they at marketing too just in the sense that as I told you like maybe three months ago, I was like, well, what I, one thing I do like about my Wii U is I can play all my Wii games on it. And you were like,
0: yeah, no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And that
3: thing's been out for like five years.
0: Yep. So
3: anyways, it's, it's, uh, God, that would be. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Bright. The future is this. I'm actually. I didn't think 2015 and 16 were that great a years for gaming, but this year has been amazing. Um, yeah. So, State of Decay 2 and Metro Exodus, which
0: are also both uh, I, Microsoft, you exclusive. know, I saw the Metro Exodus thing. Yeah. That would be one game that I'd be really excited to play. And I, I was watching the thing, and I was like, God, this looks like a lot of fun. And uh-huh. then it finally came out, and it's like, this is Metro. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I know. It really looked
3: cool. Um, actually, at first, I thought that Metro was stated to K2 when I was watching oh, the trailer okay. at first. And I was like, damn. Is it the same company
0: that does them? No. No?
3: But uh, they're, they're both due out in 2018. Um, but I wanted to get to a larger point with those games because they looked amazing, but they also don't look finished. And I, I've sure. started to really grow skeptical of games that look amazing and unfinished at e3 sure uh for example uh the division right we all saw that yeah, insane yep. trailer where it looked like the next coming of gaming jesus <laughs> and then it just yeah, it was just another it was, impersonator It was just it wasn't that good yeah it was another jesus impersonator like what are you doing Come yeah on, you're killing me um and so we, yeah that's so,
0: that's the hardest thing about a lot of these games yeah. a lot of games period that come out of e3 I'm like I don't really know like there are obviously your staples your Mario's your you know the the bigger companies that come out like a rock stars and the there's the staple games but these smaller smaller things that come out like I think I think what am I trying to think of uh ocean horn I know we talked about ocean horn a little bit earlier in the podcast but mm-hmm. like I think that came out during e3 a couple years ago right and they didn't show a lot it was just kind of like the you're like, oh my god, this looks like Zelda. Yeah, it looks a lot looks like. Wind like Waker. It's gonna be PlayStation version of Zelda, and then you go buy it, you waste your money, and you play it, and you waste your time, and, it's weird. and you're fucking upset about it. Exactly. And I, I'm super skeptical about a lot of games, but like I said, the staples, Battlefront Two. Oh God, that's about it. <laughs> Battlefront Two looks amazing. Yeah. It
3: really does. But <laughs> games that so two years ago they showed off Crackdown Three. Okay. And it. <laughs> they, they were talking about using the cloud mm. for all the destructibility and taking the processing off of the Xbox and letting it really just focus just on the graphics so it doesn't have to calculate any physics. And that's all done online. And it looked jaw-dropping and photorealistic and just insane. Right. And then we didn't see it for two years until this year's E3. And they were basically like, "And hey, here's Crackdown 3. Anyways, bye. Yeah. Uh, they just tried to blow past it so quickly really I see I didn't see because I haven't seen anything about it at all there's been a huge downgrade it looks like now they've come back out and said oh it just didn't show it off that well in the trailer which is like why would you put out a bad trailer <laughs> it looks like there's been a real big step down in terms of the destructibility like I just didn't see any whole buildings being brought down by explosions which the idea of playing like a multiplayer game where you're inside a building and then the entire thing collapses because
0: somebody else mm. shoots rockets at it mm-hmm. that's pretty cool I like Battlefield for that reason mm-hmm. that was one of the Things I one of the reasons I bought that game was because I was like, "Oh my God, you can destroy the buildings too!" Exactly. This is gonna be exciting. Exactly. <laughs> so that was, and the, not to mention that, but
3: the if you look it up, 2015 versus 2017, cracked on three, and just look at even still images next to each other, it's yeah. a completely different graphics engine. Uh, they went from a photo real look, which I wondered how they were going to pull it off, and probably wasn't running on real hardware, to <laughs> more of a cell shaded kind of cartoony look. Now it uh, still looks really good. But it's nowhere near the system selling, draw dropping. Uh, I had a a friend last week that said, "As long as they show Crackdown three, I'll be happy with their show."
0: Was he happy with it? He was not. Okay.
3: No. And I was. He's like, "Yeah, it just... I mean, Anthem looks really cool." And then we talked about Anthem for a while, which, like, you can see why they begged, um, Bioware, please don't show off too much of Anthem. Let us show it our show on the X. Oh, okay because we really don't have anything otherwise <laughs> um, and honestly like because the biggest game that they showed off isn't exclusive to the X or the Xbox that's true or even consoles So I don't know it was it was like I said the show picked up and then and then just one nice thing that they also included in there and I was pumped is that starting this year you'll be able to they're gonna start adding backwards compatibility for the original Xbox
0: okay, I did hear about that yeah they're gonna bring the ham sandwich controller back. Now that was actually a question I had: Is do you think they'll let you use the Duke, which is what they call the that controller? Duke. That's what people nicknamed it. Uh, and thank yeah, God you for could Europeans, tell I never played Xbox because that is hilarious. I've never heard that I, before. I love that controller, I really mean, do. The
3: Duke, the black and the white button—they're just
0: so awful. Yeah, the black and the yeah, man. I always I always thought about that. I was like, why are these extra buttons here? There's no reason for if, them. Why can't you, my thumbs reach them? If you played Halo, <laughs> it
3: made sense because one of them was. I don't remember, and then the other one was your, your <laughs> flashlight.
0: The white button was your flashlight, okay. and it kind of made sense when you were okay. playing
3: Halo. Okay, okay. Like, oh, I hit the white button, and the flashlight turns on. Sure. but uh, God, so even their I'm systems
0: kinda, are Halo exclusive. Microsoft they they really are. Halo's not on Microsoft them. exclusive. Microsoft is Halo <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> I
3: mean, <laughs> I have probably about 20 or 30 games for the original Xbox, okay. and more games than I'm willing to publicly admit for the Xbox 360. <laughs> And the thing is, most of them aren't shooters, but also most of them most of them aren't the most popular the most popular games that were available on the system. I've never been a huge Call of Duty person. I did like Call of Duty two, but I didn't really like that, any of the ones after that. Call of Duty is an
0: addiction for me. I mean, like they're anyone cool, any, anyone would wrong, that knows me will be like, whatever. You play it all the time, and I the only reason I played it is because it's the only game that I know where I can turn it on for fifteen minutes and then be done with it. I just need to waste a little bit of time. I'll turn on some Call of Duty. Now that we got Killing Floor 2, right. that's going to be something I oh, waste gosh. some time with. But mm-hmm. but it's still like after you know a couple weeks, I'm going to get bored with it and go back to Call of Duty again. Sure. sure. Um, well, until Battlefront 2 comes out. It, well, probably until Destiny 2 comes out. Uh, man, Battlefront 2 looks getting. I'm going to get both of them. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry. They but, look like
3: t- entirely different games. They're both shooters. They're both online. They're both multiplayer. But that's all yeah, they have in common. The
0: only difference that I that I really like about Battlefront 2 that's gonna make it it's gonna make me buy that one first before Destiny Two is the fact that I can switch it from first to third person. Sure. I love that. I I cannot first person that I've always fought it. Um, even, you know, before I bought a PS3, you know, Jesse and all that would be like, oh, you need to get a PS3 so you can play some fucking Call of Duty Advanced Warfare or Modern Warfare 2. Uh, like, I hate shooters. I don't I don't like playing shooters. I'll get, a, I'll get it for Grand Theft Auto and uh, like Infamous and some other some other cool games that are third person that are adventure games. But the shooter was never really my forte. And so then when I started playing it, it is addicting. You start playing these shooters and it's addicting as hell. Like, especially in oh, yeah, the Call of Duty's. Yeah, like I start playing really well and I'm like, man, I'm gonna make these kids my bitch. <laughs> but as so, far as adventure first per- first person shooter, like I played Resistance 2. Okay. And that's probably one of the only ones that I've played all the way through that was a first person. I I'm, prefer third person. Well. I'm playing I'm playing Last of Us right now. And that's I, Have you I love it. that before I love it it's no I haven't oh shit. it's the first time I played through it and it's something that I gotta pick up every couple days okay I play it and then I put it down because I'm like this is getting hard again and right. so- I was I was and not out of frustration
3: <laughs> at the gameplay more out of like anger at the story I was yelling at my TV for the last hour that I played that game oh, the last really? solid hour I was just going god and other things that you know are See, not, left unsaid
0: I guess I'm not that I'm not that far yet yeah no you you I'm just getting to Pittsburgh or I'm just getting out of Pittsburgh.
3: Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> is that where the zoo is? Fucking Pittsburgh. Speaking of Pittsburgh, congratulations on the Stanley Cup or whatever, but anyway. Um <laughs> so it's it's where you meet the the crazy guys. Like they, they funnel you off into a you're driving, you just get your car and you're driving to Pit you get to Pittsburgh and then you get funneled into a trap. Oh yeah, you're not very far at all. No. You gotta go. I'm maybe know. like Four or five hours into the story, I'd say you're about a third of the way. Okay, yeah,
3: maybe even a quarter. Okay, yeah, that's it cool. It gets me. really good,
0: and I, 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 really want. I think, pretty sure we were talking about this earlier. It might be coming up actually after this segment, but <laughs> if this is happening
3: after this, go forward and listen to that, and then you can listen to this yeah. part. So you decide.
0: But no, uh, I, I really enjoy that game, and I'm really excited for the sequel to come out. Uh, seeing that, seeing that trailer is really what made me start playing it again. So, so
3: play through the first one and and try and really take in as much of the story as you can. Okay. Uh, and then let me know afterwards if you're still excited for the sequel. Because I will okay. say, like, I've had to I've had to come to terms with the fact that they're making a sequel for that game. Like, I just... Oh. I was kind of... I'm,
0: ar- I'm already getting spoilers going yeah, through my head you know, right now. I
3: was, I was just kind of, you know... I got my fill. I was ready to they walk away from that it? story. And okay. I felt satisfied um and so the fact that they're continuing it on um okay i've come to terms with it i'm starting to get excited i mean it's naughty dog they're not going to screw it up naughty dog can do no wrong in my right right they really can't
0: they do i I love the uncharted series they don't screw up yeah those staples really don't um so yeah anyway back to third person first person i would much rather have a third person game than a first person game Absolutely. so destiny 2 is going to be my second that i pick up obviously to battlefront 2 i don't know when the release dates are i guess I guess it depends on when they come out. We should be seeing something big,
3: and this probably will have already happened by the time that this sane, airs, yeah. something big on uh, God of War 4 uh, at Sony's show.
0: That would have been this more, tomorrow morning. Sorry, June 13th, Tuesday. So this yep. episode's going up Monday. Yeah. So and the, if you guys are listening tomorrow to tomorrow. it now, you yeah. can want, you can listen to it yeah, tomorrow.
3: There's some big God of War 4 news. <laughs> Behind so. the curtain. Uh, There's pretty, a lot of stuff. So. They, they put up a, a, a billboard or a, a skyscraper-sized billboard, basically, oh, wow. in L. A. Wow. or wherever this convention's held.
0: Yeah, I know we uh, we're gonna go over the schedule here in a, in a little bit um, after the next break.
3: Awesome. Well, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's I think been uh, good to chat some Xbox so, for
0: sure. So yeah, well, I guess what would you say was your most like exciting thing about the Xbox? Whatever you call that. I mean,
3: <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going to have to say Anthem and then immediately take it back because that's not fair and they don't really deserve that. Like, like I said, Anthem was the most impressive thing of E3 so far. And I think that's okay. what everybody is going to be talking about. And i never heard of Anthem. Uh, I hadn't today. either. I hadn't either. It's but crazy. to me, what I think it is, is just. It was the sheer variety that's coming mm. to Xbox okay. because I've, I've had an Xbox for a while and it's been really sad to have an Xbox <laughs> because it, it plays some games very well, but it's a small library and mostly just shooters and ugh. yeah And so I thought they were just going to come out swinging with all their franchises, which, again, people are starting to get tired of. And they really didn't. They came out and said, we're trying to attract as many third-party developers as we possibly can. And as they said, they're like, we're going to show you 44 games, like 22 of which are exclusives. And right. of those 22, I think only like five or six of them are legit exclusives. But again, if you have an Xbox, there's plenty huh. of reason you to be excited. And if you don't have a, an eighth gen system, they've now at least, I know I joked earlier, but they've at least introduced a reason for you to stop and think for a moment and think like, well, yeah. do I want the PS4? Do I want the Xbox One S? Do I want the PS4 Pro? Do I want the Xbox One S? Or do you want the switch? Or do I want
0: the switch? Mm -hmm.
3: And now you've got a lot of choices or do I want the new 2 3DS 5XL
0: right now right. no, quit buying the 3DS stop I, making everybody, everybody quit buying just the DS just that it, system
3: dude. so they stop bringing games to it so they <laughs> can start bringing them to the Switch I, please because I was pissed when I heard that the next Pokemon is not coming to the Switch oh, it's yes. coming to the DS and I have a 3DS so obviously I can play it but I'm still don't worry want to
0: play it on my TV don't worry Pokemon Tournament is coming to the Switch oh, <laughs> stop porting Wii U games too just like give us just stop. Yep. Yeah, we did. We definitely covered that a little earlier in uh, right. the Super Smash Bros. Yeah, I'm. I'm mean, excited about you that. You can port. do that. You can do that. Because Bring all like, your
3: first party ones. Sure. Yeah, like but like
0: the Mario Kart. I was really stoked about that because I never played it for Wii U, so it was a whole new game for me. I guess it is the exact same game for the most part, but it worked so much better on the airplane
3: than the Wii U version. It was ridiculous. Oh, I tried okay. to play the Wii U version on the plane. It was fucking just off. Oh, okay. Right, but no, that, mean, that was honestly I show I see why they showed that in the in the. Uh, the commercial because yeah. playing that thing on a train and a plane, which I got to do both of those when I went to Philly, yeah, was awesome, and it does definitely turn some heads. They're like, "Oh crap, that guy's actually legitimately playing Mario Kart."
0: And yeah, it's like, yes, I'm, I, I kind of not a handheld. I always like when I take my Switch out with me. I kind of feel like a badass because people are like, "Dude, you got Switch? That, <laughs> that, can I see that real quick?" I'm no, like, yeah, you bro, Definitely yeah. can't. It's cool. It's awesome. Here, hold this. So I'll play some one-two switch. It's, you want a sword? <laughs> I milk
3: some cows. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Squeeze those. We actually, utters. we actually did that at the bar the other day. We played some one-two switch at the bar, and it was really fucking fun. I'm telling you. To have the different people come around and be like, "What are you guys doing?" and we're just like swinging our joysticks at each other, trying to play ping pong. Uh, and you I just, will. It's. I, I will
3: give them that. It's fun. It's not Wii Sports. It's not no. a game that I'm going to remember forever fondly. Right. But it, I had my laughing moments with one-two
0: switch. If they can keep. Build, like, making games like that, if if, uh, if they come out with, like, another 1-2-Switch-esque, but more along the lines of, like, a Wii Sports, like, if they mix those two together. Sure. The the fun aspect with, like, standing up and playing with just one little controller, but then also the the, the, the flowing aspect of, like, the bowling and the baseball and sure. stuff. Because 1-2-Switch is a little wonky with it's some wonky, of the games. It's
3: weird. And you know what confused me, though, is that as I, the more I've thought about that game, is that Nintendo owns the WarioWare games, and WarioWare games have always just been oh, a yeah. ton of mini-games. That's true. So, like, why, yeah, why don't wasn't we have that a Nintendo-themed at all? Why was it just like, here's these people! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. one, two, switch! <laughs> like, what was that? Well, you hopefully
0: know? we get a Game & Watch gallery. Mm-hmm. I Ga- do want a Game & Watch and remix, cup. that'd be tight. Or, like, throwing people off of a burning building, you know, on the little trampolines. Uh, yeah,
3: I was going to say, I think you're supposed to catch them. I don't think you're supposed <laughs> to just throw them off the side of the building. Well, it's a pretty different the... game than I did.
0: Ah, yeah. It's called man. Just Jump already. <laughs> mean, this summer. Uh, Exclusive. Nice. Exclusive.
3: Yeah, that, uh, what was with that guy? <laughs> hey, hey, if, honestly, though, let us, let, me, let us know if you, that, were, uh, if you, you thought that was weird, You were telling me something too.
0: about the new Madden, Madden game, too. thank you. I'd What's, be remiss uh, if I didn't mention that.
3: I, uh, that was actually at, so that was at EA's show. I was getting confused and thinking it was at Microsoft's, but it wasn't. Okay. The presentation was weird, just having a drumline come out in, so, in so, the ugliest,
0: ugliest Patriots jerseys. Ugly, (gasps) ugly Patriots jerseys. Um, (laughs) Those blue and red jerseys with number 12 and the worst. The absolute worst. I would have
3: rather seen, I don't even know, that's not appropriate to say on air. The Um, Chiefs? Think about the nastiest thing you can think of and then double that. And then put that in a Patriots jersey.
0: Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather far. see that that's too. That's going too far. Anyways, much rather uh, see that. so the new Madden,
3: <laughs> right, it runs on the Frostbite engine, which is a big deal. It's kind of becoming like, you know when Unreal, like if it ran on the Unreal engine for a oh, while, was that was yeah, a it was a big huge. deal, yeah, yeah. right? And then if it ran on the Crysis engine, it was a big deal. Well, now if it runs on the Frostbite engine, that's a big deal. Is this one um, of the first
0: games to do it? I think, or? I think
3: the most recent Far Cry might have, possibly. Okay. Uh, but real high-end graphical fidelity. Yeah. And... I'm probably wrong about that. Maybe it is one of the first games. But either way, <laughs> um, it does look amazing from a graphical standpoint. But And you were kind of laughing about it earlier. Like, I'm not so sure on the whole story mode thing. And the yeah. thing was, <laughs> is I watch it and, and you have this player. You get to come up from college, come into the pros, get better, get fight for your job on the team. That's kind of cool. But I was watching the trailer kind of thinking like, eh. I mean, there he is in a Longhorns thing. Like, if I could come out of CSU and stuff and be a Ram and all that, that'd be kind of cool. But no, you have to come from the Texas Longhorns. That's it. The story, just the same way if you played 2K15 for basketball. what The story is the story. You can't change anything until you get to that team.
0: How have we not gotten out of that yet?
3: I don't want to be from the Texas Longhorns. Even
0: NCAA 05 allowed you to, like... Build your character up in your own college and then mm-hmm. transfer that character. This is the only time I put an Xbox, by the way. Mm. Was NCAA five and Madden 05 Sure. They, I'm sure you can still do it. Where if you get a character from NCAA, you can upload him to Madden. Right, right, right. But why? Why don't they just have that in Madden already? where you start at your own college and mm-hmm. then use that same character. So you don't have to well, buy two fucking games. Well, you, you can't even
3: buy the college game anymore. They're not allowed to make those because they got sued. Oh, yeah, because you can't make money off character. Off of, yeah, Crack oh, Baby Athletic yeah. Squad. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: that makes sense, though. Those kids get tore up, and they don't get any insurance or anything like that. So like, Just but, a, mo- a moment of silence for Tim Tebow. <clears throat> moment over.
3: All right, so um, <laughs> I think he did okay. Um, yeah, you know, the new Madden, I just, I don't know. There was this big hype about it ahead of time. Like, get excited, get excited. It's going to be the biggest change to Madden in a really long time. And it's like, it looks like the <laughs> same game. And like you just football. added, you just, I don't know. And then EA also showed off NBA 2018, which they, they haven't had a legit NBA Live game in like, Not EA. like eight
0: years. No, NBA Live has been, been awful.
3: 2K has been killing it. Yep. And And they're really determined to get back in. It looks, like physically looks really cool, but it seems like they've been living in an underground bunker because they were explaining the gameplay and like, it's the most dramatic gameplay ever. The left stick controls your movement and the right stick controls the ball. And it's like, okay, 2K has been doing that for like a decade. Like, where are you at? <laughs> where have you been? Uh, legitimately, like if you just gone out and played NBA 2K8, you don't even <gasps> need to go play 2K17. And you would have seen that they've already had these features for a really long time. Now, if they implement them and they implement it well and it looks as good as it can, yeah. then we might be back to having to make a decision. But nobody's had to make a decision in at least five years.
0: I think I think this goes back to where's the originality in games nowadays. I mean, obviously there are some games that come out, but those games don't get very big. It's always the, the Maddens make so much money. The Call of Duties make a ton of money. The Grand Theft Autos make a ton of money. But then you see like a... Like a near automatica that doesn't really well do this, a lot. This, you it's know, been like, doing
3: better. Like this right, year's been right because
0: of word of mouth and yeah. And yet, this year's this been fucking year trend a little bit. This year has been really good for games, but over the last probably what oh, ten yeah. years, it's always been the same. It's like the the movies. The Marvel movies make money. The Star Wars movies make money. That's it. You see a Get Out come well, out and it and just gets big. the
3: problem is that after I think a while, the, the gaming and and movies and and probably TV if entertainment I don't watch industry. Most of it, Tends to go through these cycles and phases. The issue is, we seem to be really stuck in this cycle of just like Halo Nine and Marvel versus Capcom Ten and and like Marvel Civil War Nine. We can't get out of it. Where's
0: my NFL Blitz? Where is my NBA jam? Do you remember
3: NHL Hits? Oh, yeah. Did you ever play that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. What? That shit was good. Wasn't that three on three, too? It was three on three, and you could make your own players, and I eventually unlocked everything until my star player was Mr. Marbles, (laughs) who had a fucking hamster head.
0: Oh, my God.
3: And it was the greatest thing ever, (laughs) skating around as a six-foot-tall, anthropomorphic hamster, checking people into the boards. Yeah,
0: where is that shit? I mean, come on. Where's the paintball mode? Where's the, you know, like. I agree. And that's where I that like was, Nintendo arms looks like a lot of fun. It does. Because it's just different. I'm it not going to go buy it. I'll, I'll, you know, but it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. The Puyo Puyo Tetris looks like it could be a lot of fun. It's a I'm little frustrated. different. Like,
3: I'm frustrated with Nintendo strategy, but I have to respect I'm just trying it. I to, have to respect them it. so hard. No, I have this to whole episode. Because <laughs> they are doing a good job of like while they're really drip feeding it. They also are making sure that you never go more than like four or five weeks without something. Because Some I think sort of they upgrade. realize that that's the biggest thing that screwed the Wii U yeah. is that it would go four or five months without a big title. Right. And right. so, you know, like I think we might have talked about it. I don't know if it was on the cast or not, but I'm really disappointed in Super Street Fighter 2. Like yeah. really
0: disappointed in that. I was – I'm, I'm – I because can't the Xbox how to 360
3: version should not have a leg up on it and in many aspects it looks better on the 360 than it does on the Switch. That's too bad. That's messed up and it's it's not because of processing power. They just left out certain animations almost by mistake. They could patch it, maybe they'll fix it. It seems but...
0: like the one thing they worked on the most was Breath of the Wild.
3: Oh yeah, And Breath of the Wild is great and I heard a lot of speculation about this that they really weren't ready to release the Switch. They would have preferred to wait until Christmas when they had Mario but they also felt like they couldn't continue to sit on Zelda because they were worried about... People would lose interest. Not even just people losing interest, but what if eight months, or well, it would have been, yeah, about eight months if they'd released it in November instead of March. What if in that eight-month period, something that just kind of had that going for it, because Zelda was doing things that have never been done before in terms of how just open the world is. Oh, yeah. What if somebody had come out with something that stole a little bit of that thunder, and then all of a sudden their biggest launch title is gone? Yeah, and that's so true. I get it. The system was rushed out a little bit to make it so they could release Zelda. The next
0: huge thing is wow. Mario,
3: and two thousand eighteen is gonna be a great year to own a Switch.
0: Just by the way of their their online capacity right now, their their multiplayer capacity and like their internet store and stuff, it's so barren. Mm-hmm. There is not a lot going on. Yeah, like you can tell that they released it a little too early. Yeah,
3: I, I think December, Nove- November would have been a better release, but I will forgive them because I got to play one of the best games I have ever
0: played. I'm torn I'm torn While with I that went. because I'm excited that I was able to get a switch as early as I did. True. Like you I mean, think about if it came out in November with everything else, we wouldn't see a switch for a year.
3: I mean, I would have pre ordered mine still, but I know. Sure.
0: Sure. But the, the layman like me that
3: doesn't get to pre order. It was an like, awesome moment though getting to GameStop that day and there being like twelve of us out there. Yeah. And this guy was like, Are you guys all here for the switch? And we all said, Yep. Yeah. And he goes, Did you guys all pre order it? And we all went, Yep. And he goes, Oh, man, I hope they have one. <laughs> we all gave him this look of, like, dude, you might as well leave. Like, yeah. they're not going to, and he comes in. Do you guys have any? No, they're all reserved. Yep. And it's like, I'm sure they weren't all reserved, but he probably has friends.
0: Yeah, and you yeah. know a friend of mine, actually, the day it got released, he told me the night before, he's like, I'm going to go to Best Buy and see if I can find one. I was like, good luck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not going to find one. He texts me the next day. He's like, I got it. Got like, it. How the fuck did you get? What? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, I mean, it took me to uh, a good couple of days of driving around to ten different oh, stores. Oh, yeah, yeah. You went hunting. Which is one, part like, of the fun,
3: I suppose, yeah, to a yeah. degree. It, there was really no challenge and it's yeah. like hunting, but they've already like staked the animal down for me. I was like, right. Yep, that one, bang. Right. But, know, so.
0: but back to my main point is like I'm glad that everyone is able to get one right now. Yeah. Like I have a friend that I just convinced to, to buy one. And he bought it, and he's like, I'm super stoked. He's like, yeah. but there aren't any games except Zelda. And I'm like, it's cool. Just wait, man. Just wait, I exactly. It's not re- <laughs> It's not Red
3: Ringing, right? So it wasn't released early in that sense. It right. doesn't have hardware faults. It's just right. the gaming library would have been a lot stronger. Because think if they could have launched with Mario, Zelda, ARMS, Mario Kart, Arms, super Smash. Mario Kart oh, yeah. Smash Brothers, they would have destroyed. But- it's yeah. still hard to get one, so bu- and I think they're doing that on purpose. Well, I know they're doing that on of purpose. Of course they are. So by the time November gets here, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, guess what, parents, we're going to have some extra shipments. Everyone's still going to want one, and all those games that we just mentioned are going to be out. Yep. Nintendo's going to have a really good Christmas. Sony's going to have a really good Christmas. You know what, even
0: probably this year, everybody good Christmas, right? Everyone gets to have a good <laughs> Christmas. Um, I'm going to grinch that one a little bit. and I don't know if Microsoft will have as good of one. I, what's maybe, that gonna be? maybe as far as P- maybe with like PC but I don't think as many people are going to be like, yeah, I really need an Xbox oh, One no. X.
3: I, I would be surprised if... 10 years from now when they make a list of like, you know, it's an updated list of the 10 worst-selling consoles (laughs) of all time. Number 10, it was the build as the most powerful system ever created. And it was.
0: So why did the Xbox One X sell so few systems? Because the liquid evaporator inside the system would blow up every 10 minutes. It became known as the red cloud of death. (laughs) Yeah. Which would literally kill the gamers. (laughs) Hundreds of thousands of gamers died on their couch and no one could figure out why. And also... Yeah. Nobody cared.
3: Yeah. Mountain Dew sales dropped. <laughs> PepsiCo went out of business within days. And Doritos, Locos, Tacos were nowhere to be found. Then no, all, all of a sudden of Microsoft poorly built liquid cooling system. <laughs>
0: Microsoft turned their name to Skynet and look where we are. I think that's a good spot to to, to close on the yes. Xbox section. Yes. Um, uh,
3: Microsoft is evil, but they have a new system and they do have some cool games. It,
0: and I'm not convinced of buying an, an Xbox yet. They, they haven't convinced me quite yet I, but, I hear you once you they know. have
3: that killer app and, and yeah. when the S drops to a permanent 199 99 I think they'll start to really fly yeah. off the shelves I really do Yeah. Uh, and until then you know enjoy your enjoy your Switch enjoy your PS4 Shit, enjoy your 7th gen systems. There's really no reason to rush into the 8th yeah. gen.
0: Yeah, as we said earlier, the PS3 is now dead. They they discontinued it. So, well, they're know, not
3: producing anymore, but they're still supporting
0: it. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, that's just the beginning of the end. Is we're, you know, so, it is, cherish it. it is. Remember, go back and play your old Super Nintendos. Go play your GameCubes.
3: There was a FIFA game that came out on the PS2, the PS3, and the PS4. So, crazier things have happened. I don't remember hmm. what year. It was like 2000. 2000- 13, whatever the first year the PS4 was out was FIFA 08
0: <laughs> oh, <it hasn't> <laughs> anyway alright well yeah we're going to take a break and then uh, we'll be right back to close out the show adios and we're back to the twist Marm podcast video game edition we're going to have to think of a new name for that for sure Something, something a little more catchy the twist my arm
1: podcast e three twenty seventeen special
0: parentheses fuck yes <laughs> <laughs> um no i just i i was thinking about it and you know, this episode has kind of sucked a little bit just i i'm a little off my game right now and i think it's just because it's a new kind of outline you know so yeah. I think just,
1: it's just hard for you to stay focused on one thing for so long. It is, it is, it is a little <laughs> bit.
0: It just, it kicks in, you know, like, in, and I look around and see something Star Wars and go, oh yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> so <laughs> as these episodes go on though, as they, you know, keep, as we keep doing more and more of them and more of the like single topic episodes, it's going to be a lot easier for everyone, I think, to stay on topic. Mainly me. But other people as well that get involved in the stuff. Like you know, obviously next month we'll, we'll try and have me, you, and Nate on at the same time. And yeah, it's just yeah, it's a work in progress. But um, I have been having a lot of fun with this one so far. And what uh, what have we been playing this last week? A couple weeks, I guess. Jesse, what have you been playing?
1: So. If you follow us on Twitter or YouTube, you know that we've been playing some Killing Floor 2. We had a live stream last night. It didn't have as many viewers as we had hoped, but that's pretty understandable considering most people were probably watching streams of E3 because we didn't know Bethesda was getting ready to just let everybody down and then demand money for it. So (laughs) we figured that, you know, maybe somebody will be watching games, but no. But you can go check out the archive of our play of uh, Killing Floor 2. We had me josh and nate all online at the same time so we're uh talking about e3 2017 we talked about what it was like to have dial-up internet we talked about a lot of stuff on stream so go give it a look um again just go to youtube and type in twist my arm we will pop up it's called kill my floor so you'll see us there you know fits with the title of the show and um
0: man that game is so much fun Le- yeah, just, I want to is- talk about that shit for a little bit because I I enjoy this game so much. It brings me back to Call of Duty Zombies era, like the when you first started playing it, you know. Just that, yeah, you
1: have that level of enjoyment because it's not. Oh my god, I've done this a hundred times. Right. Like we haven't played zombies for a while because we got so burnt out on it. Right. And this is the most polished version of that experience that I've ever seen personally.
0: Yeah, I think I think my favorite part about this being a zombies game is that it has an end. You know, like you, you start a, a match and and you can go from, how many rounds can you go? We were playing like seven to 10, but I'm sure you can go up way higher than that.
1: Uh, so the options are either four rounds with a boss, seven rounds with a boss, or 10 rounds with a boss.
0: And that's a perfect amount of rounds you know you you get to an ending you have a boss you fight it and we lost a we lost a bunch of times with the bosses so it wasn't like it wasn't like you just blow through this and then restart and then it just becomes trite and you do it over and over again like we still have bosses to beat and it's it just keeps me interested you know it makes me want to keep playing it
2: yeah it
1: was uh, it's really well done and the fact that it's Free on PlayStation Plus right now is just really cool. Like, we've had some good free experiences on PlayStation Plus recently. Um, This month, we also have Life is Strange, which is fun in an entirely different, much more story-driven way. Right. But this gets you back to that, like, casual hanging out with everybody you know and just shooting some zombies and, you know, very low-pressure situations, something to do for 15 minutes to 45 minutes at a time for sure it's a lot of fun like they really emphasize all the enjoyable aspects of this kind of game without really bogging you down with any mechanics or anything like that right um one one thing i will say is don't get caught in a corner because if you do you <laughs> will get stuck you oh, will yeah. die and you will swear
0: oh yeah or in between doorways like if you get in a doorway and there's oh man it just i i couldn't stop dying in the just doorway stay
1: off stay off the walls. Yep, stay off the wall.
0: Yep. It is it's great though. The upgrade system for the guns is fantastic. You don't have to worry. There's not too much thinking involved. You know, you just you're like, I want that gun right there. Let's go kill some zombies with it. So it's it's a good time. And if anyone if anyone wants to get in on that with us, I will probably continue to play this for weeks now, (laughs) even after this episode airs. So Find us on PlayStation. Blam Blam Thank You is my screen name, and jb 4288 is Jesse's screen name, and Daft Nate is Nate's screen name. Find us. Play with us. Let's let's kill some Zeds and shit.
1: You can also um, find us on Twitch, generally, at TMA Games. Um, that's where we streamed all our Killing Floor stuff last night. That's where you can find us if we're doing streams together. Mm-hmm. Um We'll be doing streams there. I'll be doing near Automata. We do Gwent. There's a lot of stuff that we play. We'll basically just be playing whatever we have on hand um, throughout the summer. And with the Destiny 2 beta coming up and expected to be teased today or maybe later today, just keep in mind that there are a lot of things coming out for video games this year, so yeah. we'll have all kinds of coverage and things like that over on our YouTube and on our Twitch.
0: Man, and we have fun with that shit, too. I've, I've been watching some gameplay videos of just other kids playing, like Zelda, for instance, I'll go watch some of those, and it's so boring. They don't have yeah. anything to talk about. <laughs> Our our stream last night I think was actually pretty enjoyable.
1: Like <laughs> it it didn't really focus on the game at hand for the most part unless it needed to, but right. it really it really gives that feeling of, you know, just hanging out like right. that's what I think is fun about streaming with people you know is that it adds that familiarity and for you know sure. come on and hang out with us there. You can be part of the stream, you for can sure. watch the stream like we don't care. We have no restrictions on that.
0: Dude. I I always have the chat Check up in out. front of me, so Get, talk shit, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> I might later today actually do a little bit of uh, some old streaming of of Mortal Kombat because it's the 25th year anniversary of Mortal Kombat this year. Well, very cool. So I re-downloaded my Mortal Kombat X and I've been playing that a little bit. And man, those games are so much fun. I, I want them to continue to make those games, but I want them to continue to build on them as well. I want them to make more storylines. And and things like like Mortal Kombat uh, Deception for for PlayStation Two and the other one I think Mortal Kombat right. Armageddon they had really good stories and really good like first play like one player modes that were a lot of fun um, and they they have that in the in this in Mortal Kombat X yeah there, there's a story mode and stuff but it's not like where in say Armageddon you would walk around an open world and go have right. to find different items and stuff I loved that about that game and. So, are you have you played um,
1: Injustice Two yet, or do you plan on picking that up? Because that's built on the Mortal Kombat engine.
0: I know, and I'm i actually just redownloaded Injustice last night too. Oh, very nice. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play that a little bit, and I'm I'm hoping to get that sometime soon. I'm hoping it goes on sale because I know how yeah. those games are. Like I I love fighting games and stuff, but I don't love paying that much money for fighting games.
1: Oh, actually, while you're on that point, um PlayStation Days of Play Sale is actually going on right now. It goes through the end of this week and into part of next week. Um, Games like Neo and Horizon Zero Dawn and MLB The Show are on sale for forty bucks. Yep. PlayStation Four controllers are also on sale for forty bucks. So if you're like me and you have one good controller and one controller where the rubber on your thumbstick is completely gone, or the R two maybe now broken. is a good time to go. Yeah, maybe now is a good time to go pick up a controller on the cheap. Um, The gold playstation 4 is also available it's a little too gaudy for my taste but you know it's there if you're looking for it so
0: (laughs) that's got to be for the e3 right i would assume some sort of Uh, sort of
1: it's it's in tandem with that but also keep an eye on the playstation store online there's going to be specials there as well and there already are some up i
0: was gonna say uh, they'll probably do some flash sales here in the next day or so
1: Exactly, especially with their conference being today. Look for their sort of update probably tomorrow, which is generally the day that it happens anyway.
0: Yeah, there's some cool stuff coming up with that. By the way, I wanted to talk about that schedule. You got God uh, tomorrow, starting tomorrow. There's some cool stuff. I mean, obviously today is the the Sony one, but I mean tomorrow you got God of War, uh, World Builders, Assassin's Creed, Final Fantasy NT. Uh, Jack Black is talking about probably a new Jumanji game, I would assume.
1: Yeah. So tomorrow Maybe. is mostly developers. It's, it's a and lot of good stuff. Stars.
0: You got far cry yeah. five some, you know, crash bandicoot. They're having a reunion. So I, I know that they're coming out with a new crash bandicoot, which is going to be awesome. You got middle earth shadow of war, a behind the scenes look on Wednesday, the square next, um, conference is on Wednesday as well. And Square Final oh, Fantasy Seven remake. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, just because I've never played Final Fantasy Seven. And if they remake, remake. are they, I know. Are they gonna do you know if they're gonna remake it in the way of fifteen? Or is it gonna be a um, turn based fighting style?
1: It the, from what I've seen, it looks beyond amazing. It looks as good as the newest games now look in it, but it's Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. Like Um if you ever saw Advent Children, it looks like that.
0: Okay. All right, I I will definitely check it out because I I hear that all the time that I'm some sort of blasphemer because I would never play Final Fantasy seven or twelve. But... <laughs> it's funny
1: because I actually also have a friend who's never played a Zelda
0: game, so you guys should you
1: know, <laughs> get, get together and stream those two <laughs> games.
0: Yeah, well, I'll play Final Fantasy. He can play Zelda, and and uh, we'll just talk <laughs> shit to each other the whole time. That'll be good. That'll be a good time. You got to also oh, this is this is something that I'm. Really excited for it on Wednesday. The last thing I want to say about the schedule: Hideo Kojima is having a conversation Wednesday. Um, Ooh,
1: talking about Death Stranding.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, just a little bit of Kojima Productions, and it looks like they're going to talk a little bit about Kong Skull Island, some shit. And I would Very assume cool. any sort of games that are coming out f- um, from the Kojima Productions. So, I don't know. I mean, this is just a schedule. I'm just reading the schedule off, you know. And <laughs> what's going on? So,
1: yeah, there's a really, lot still really to happen books. with E3 this week. Um, Nate and I will also be doing some video content later in the week. that will cover some other of the things that end up happening that we can't cover right now because they haven't right. happened yet. Right. So keep your eye on the YouTube channel. Keep it on Twitter. You know, our Facebook. It'll all be on there for sure. Um, and for people that are listening. Up,
0: sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna go say, ahead. For people that are listening, you know weeks after this episode has aired go on youtube and you can just find all these conversations and all these different videos from the e3 conference and you can see what we're actually talking about because i'm sure if you're you know like I've, i've listened to some old episodes of ours where i'm like oh on tuesday this is gonna happen and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> yeah, we've tried to day. be a
1: little we tried to be a little clearer with our dates this time. Yeah. Um, and all of this stuff, like I said, it through the Twitter timelines you can see when we're talking about things as they happen, um which is the easiest way to do it. but you know other than that, just keep your eyes peeled on the news and things like that.
0: For sure. um what else did I have here? Oh, back to what we've been playing. The last game that I've been, uh, I, I've been playing it very casually, like every every couple of days I'll turn it on and play through it, but The Last of Us, Nate has always talked, said so many good things about this game, and everything that he said is completely true. The Last of Us is an amazing game, I know it it won some awards and shit, didn't it, a few years ago? Yeah, it
1: won it won a lot of Game of the Year awards, so and it's very highly praised.
0: It's, if you've never played it, definitely play it. I got a really good deal on it um, a few months ago, it was like $7 for the entire, um, the, the game with all the DLC and stuff. So it's, it's so much fun and it makes me so excited for the sequel that's coming out. If no one saw the, the reveal trailer for it, definitely go check it out. Cause it's, it's really cool. Um, cool song in there and stuff. So definitely excited. Ugh, lots of zombie news. Apparently lots of not zombie <laughs> talk this week. Just strange. Um, did you have anything else to add Jesse for this week? So,
1: uh, just one or two other things to add um i know that every year there's always a big you know conversation about the game of the year awards and what game is going to win there's a lot of different game of the year awards so a lot of different games end up putting out a game of the year edition and things like that but i thought it might be fun to have each of us do a little piece each of us in the twist my arm network do a little piece about what game we think should get game of the year because we're about halfway through right now and we could, you know, do a video now or something now and then maybe towards the end of the year again, just because I know Nate plays a lot of different games that I play. And I play a lot of different games than you play and things like that. So it might be a good way to get, you know, just some examples of what we think are the best games available right now. I would
0: totally agree with that. I'm down.
1: And there's a good chance that, you know, between the three of us, you'll find somebody who your tastes line up with. And if not, then, you know, you just trash us online. So either (laughs) way, win-win. So um, (laughs) be on the lookout for that from us coming up here at some point, probably over the summer. Um, And other than that, I'll just say, you know, like we said, go ahead and add us all on PlayStation. JB42088 for me. Blam Blam, thank you for Josh. Daft Nate for Nate. Or go to your PS4 communities and search for "Twist My Arm" games. We love to play with you guys, and we do play a lot of games. So whatever you're into, I'm sure one of us is playing that.
0: Oh yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> for all the people, there's a, you know with three to four different people playing. Corbin plays too, and I believe his handle is Curious Corbin. I don't yes. know if there's a number after that, but that I'm seems sure You could correct. just search it, um, and, and we all have such different tastes, for sure. And Nate, I don't know Nate's exact Xbox handle, but I'm assuming it's along the lines of Daphnate. We'll have to get, have him clarify that for us. But, but yeah, we all have yeah, different and systems and different games and so many different things to watch and listen to and play. So,
1: and you, if you uh, are into Overwatch, I do believe oh, that yeah. would be the game Corbin has covered because none of the rest of us have quite gotten there to it. So,
0: No, it's not free yet, so I haven't, <laughs> haven't downloaded it. Um, I think that was all for, for this, this month's episode, I guess, because it's going to be a monthly video game episode. Uh, next month we'll definitely have a lot more to talk about with E3 finishing up this week and, uh, some other games coming out. Um, I definitely want to get a couple, I might want to get the new, uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris for Switch and possibly even Street Fighter 2 for Switch. Um, I know that I'm, I'm mainly going to focus on Switch stuff. And then uh, a few PS4 things here and there but we'll have a lot more to, to talk about next month for sure. Um, next week is gonna be Corbin's corner. I'll be joining uh, Corbin on these movie reviews. I need to go see Wonder Woman this week so I can uh, yeah I
2: expect
1: to hear about Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman and Guardians of the Galaxy and possibly one or two other movies that I haven't been able to see so you guys need to get on that
0: yeah we have I did see Guardians which I'm I need I'm gonna go see it again I think <laughs> here soon. And then uh, Wonder Woman, I know we're going to talk about. Uh, Corbin will probably have Captain Underpants to talk about.
2: Right, right.
1: That's what it was.
0: And then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. There'll be a lot of fun stuff there. So thank you guys for joining us on this episode of the video game special. We'll, we'll have a new name soon. God, that's lame. <laughs> video game special.
1: Uh, twist my controller. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah,
0: yeah. But thanks for listening. Uh, Find us on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Email us at twistwirepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you next week.